Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 1130 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for joining us today. And it's one of those days we look forward to here on G's Power Hour because we have my brother Burton back. Good morning. Burton Kelso of Integral. What's up? How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm doing all right, making some changes, trying to make some improvements, uh, uh, trying to stay. I'm, I'm a little bit behind, but um, trying to stay on track with my New Year's resolution. I, I see that. Yeah, you're uh, converting over from uh, Yahoo over to Google. Isn't that one of the things that you're working on? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I did see, you saw it, right? I, I, was trying, I was trying to do it. I'm trying to do it. Um, We'll be doing a little bit more of that tomorrow, just gradual steps, baby steps. It is difficult because I keep forgetting to go back and check that email. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I should check it. I'm using it for business. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. yeah that's the conversion the has begun. Yeah, that's one of the challenges with Yahoo. Everyone thinks it's free. It can work in all capacities, but that's not the case, you know. Well, it's been working for me for eons. <laughs> it was my very first email. And, well, and for that's, mo- that's and, because Yahoo email yeah. was a lot of firsts. Yeah, it was my very first. And for, for most of the time, my only one, um, I, you know, I actually got started using. Well, I got I had some other ones, but I actually started using, I guess, Google a little bit more than some of the other ones. Um, it, but it still became my throwaway email um, for certain things that I just didn't necessarily want to be bothered with on a regular basis. So, but right um, now, you're going to. I guess my next question is: Are you going to keep it as your junk? Email or you? No, 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 no. That one, the one that I sent you is not junk. That one is actually for the show and a couple of other things. That one, because, no, I I created an app. See how committed I am? I created an absolutely new Gmail. Oh, okay. (laughs) I got you. Yeah. I I told you I was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, like I said, just, just, you know, baby steps. Right, right. So, but yeah, no, I've I created a, a brand new one. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. So uh-huh. 
Next, uh, the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. uh, the first weekend mm-hmm. in March is National Day of Unplugging. So my question Yay. is, because a lot of people stop at this, is do you think that the whole uh, purpose of the holiday, obviously, is to help you cut down on your technology use? And, you know, if you're really going to go gung-ho with it, you're, you're going to try to see if you can go the whole weekend, or not the whole weekend, I'm sorry, a 24-hour period from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday without using a single piece of technology. So my question is, okay. is, do you think that you would be able to do that? If I had my brothers, yes. And so what I have to do is find out when that day is and see if I can get off from my other job. Because uh, <laughs> my other job ties me <laughs> to my computer five hours a night, which I'd rather right. not be doing anyway. Um, but, right. yeah, you know, um, princess, if Princess will let me pre-record the show, then I don't have to touch <laughs> anything. Because <laughs> I have to run a ask her to run a repeat. Thank you. I'm bugging the ear. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I could do it. That I, I would, I would welcome it actually because really? then I can actually, yes, because I can actually sit down and read a book for pleasure rather than a trade magazine. You know, I mean, I've, I really have been wanting to get some more time back to read for pleasure. I love reading books. I do. Um, used to do it like voraciously as as a child. I just you know college kind of messed it up for me because I was reading for tests and stuff. Uh, right. Get a degree. Um, yeah, because the college kind of spoiled it for me. Um, but I really I do enjoy reading. Um, I would take that day and go out and do some work in my yard, and then I would probably like I said try to maybe read or something like that. Maybe cook some dessert, cause I, which I don't need, but I, I love cooking desserts. Maybe get my husband and take me out to eat. Maybe we pay with cash instead of the card, you know, right. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I could do, you know, if, if it's planned right. I mean, for the most part, I, I just, I am, like, really tied to my phone, but I could put it down. It's just other people are like, why are you answering your phone? Uh, you know, so <laughs> that's my problem. But right. I personally could do it. I could go to the gym, make them sign me in manually instead of using my phone, um, you know, uh, go in the pool. Yeah. I can do, go to the beach. Yeah. yeah that, Find a non-toll non road. You know, right. Because <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. You, you, I mean, because seriously, like I mean, it's, <laughs> you like I'm forward to it. I sound like what? You going strictly Amish? Like you just gonna cut it all out? Like nothing? I could, I would, I would. In fact, yeah. Let's not cook. We'll just make a sandwich. Yes. There you go. You're <laughs> um. <laughs> taking that to the next level. I hey, love it. I, I love definitely. It. I could get into it so much. Yes, I'd, I'd be there. <laughs> mm. I'm so. kind of curious to hear. Princess would have to say about that level because I could do it, um, but the challenge is is most of my family are yeah. really addicted to technology because when most of the I'm, challenge is everybody else. That's what most of the challenge is. It's everybody right. else. Right, right. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm not a big 
it's funny. I'm a tech guy, but I'm not mm-hmm. really in tech. So I mm-hmm. um, uh, so I, I even go to the movies it, or, or watch a movie on TV, but that means you got to turn on the TV. So that's why I said I'll do something else. You know, right? Um, yeah, I don't and TV when I'm home alone. You know, yeah. so I'm yeah. at that level that I could do it. But I mean, there's other factors that you have to think about too. But I think you mm-hmm. know maybe if they did it uh, sundown on Saturday to sundown on Sunday, that would be. I think that would be a better option for a lot of people because you figure Saturday night to Sunday mm-hmm. night you're not going to, you know. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I got stuff that I could do. Some housework I can catch up on. I can go practice my piano. It's not technical, really, right? Right, exactly. Unless if you had a keyboard or a synthesizer, yeah. then yeah, that. No, would be I have perfect. a piano. Yeah, that I need to I need to sit down with. I could do this. I yeah. could do the whole weekend. Just yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know, the I will report sad back to you it, on that. Huh? What's that? Right. What is yeah. the sad thing about it is one time I did a TV segment about National Day of Plugging. But one of the um, one of the hosts on the show, the things that I was talking about, he's like, yeah, it's kind of sad. You've got to use technology to get away the, from the technology. Because, you know, there's apps, um, and they're built in now in both the, the Android and on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could use a, a bunch of different stuff. Like, let's say you only you wanted to meet your phone, but you only wanted your husband to call. You can definitely do that on both Apple and on Android. So, no, I'm going to make him be here with me. We're going to do this together. I'm going to make him be here. Take off, take off from work. Let's let's hang out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's but I mean it's 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 kind of sad that in today's world that we have to have holidays like that because we're so locked in to our electronics. And I mean, you would ask most people, they would be just the opposite of you. They would be more like, well, I just couldn't do it because. You know, I need to stay in contact with the kids. I don't know if I would be able to go without TV. I need my phone. I mean, it's it's really See, I don't sad. have any of them. Yeah. But I would probably tell them in advance, look, don't bother me. <laughs> All right. Right. This is my weekend. Let, you know, you, you, you can manage on, on your own. You know, you, you've got the capability. And if you want technology, you've got it. You, you ignore me half the time with the technology anyway. Most, doesn't, don't most kids ignore the folks, you know, yeah, using the technology? Yeah. Yeah, so they're not going to miss you. I, <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, and my thing is, my only problem is the car. That's the thing. Right. So I would have to make sure that, you know, if I, if I need food that I'm stocked up, you know, or whatever it is, that I'm stocked up and I don't have to go anywhere, you know. Right. Yeah, that's true because you don't have yeah. that. And and, and that's, that's another sad thing, too, that if you were going to unplug, you would definitely have to make plans before you unplug. You'd have to tell your friends or family, I'm off the phone this weekend. Uh, your social mm-hmm. media people, media. Um, I mean, it's it's really sad how ingrained it is in mm-hmm. in our society as far as technology is concerned. I mean, it's it's everywhere. And the sad thing about it too is that mm-hmm. most of our technology is designed to be addicting. It's designed to make you 
experience fear of uh, FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. Now, that would be the thing that would get me if I came back and there was some sort of end of the world natural disaster or something that was coming and I had no clue or the aliens had landed or something like that. That's the thing. That's the kind of stuff, you know. But, no, I mean, you've got me excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. And, in fact, you know, you're talking about, you know, things that you can – I was just thinking about things you can do. And one of the things I bought on clearance at Walmart was uh, um, a net to go – a table tennis kit because I have a table. I'm like, I can take out the table and do the – so, yeah, I can do that on that. We can learn how to play table tennis. Right. I've yeah. got stuff to do. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so works for me. I love it. Yeah. I to be uh down for something like that, but you know, there's a lot of people I pose that question to and they're like, No, I I can't do that. I, I can't put my phone down or my computer or get off technology and the kids don't even think about it. But I think for the sake of our mental health we definitely all should unplug probably not just one time a year, but uh, every weekend. I usually try to unplug mm-hmm. on Sunday because uh-huh. it's just a good day to not do anything. I'm just thinking about all this stuff I bought to do that I haven't done yet, and that's going to be the perfect weekend to do. I bought a jewelry making kit. I'm just <laughs> just thinking. Wow, yeah. I bought, I bought a jewelry making kit. Um, there's some other stuff, too. Oh, I bought some acrylic paint. Because I want to take up painting, I, I I've got this weekend down. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yes. make. I'm gonna. In fact, I'm gonna make those sandwiches in advance, and then we can grill <laughs> stuff too. I'm chilling. You, I'm I'm ready for I it. I see that. I see that. <laughs> so. That is so that is so great to hear that. You know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's and the the sad thing about it, it's been around. I think. At least twenty years, or at least ten. Wow, I would say not ten. And people haven't done it. So yeah, get your oh. get your ready, because March third through the fourth is National Day of Unplugging. I am ready. I still have board games. I have backgammon. I've got Scrabble. I got a little mini. Um, I, I want to get a big one. Uh, what is that the game that everybody's playing now? Um. <laughs> I miss it. This is um, that beanbag toss thing, whatever. Right. I, I yeah. I, I'll think of it during the next segment. But I've got I've got a little mini one of those too with my school logo on it. So I am so ready for. It. I'm so psyched. I got I got books and stuff. And yes, just I just need somebody. You know, just wake me up when it's over. Call me when it's over. Whatever. You know. I'm gonna, Take my take my na- nice um, soak in the tub and unwind and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm good. I see that. I see that. So <laughs> you created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna really talk about some stuff when we come back. I'm here with Burton Kelso of Integral. This is Tech Thursday, the third Thursday on Dee's Power Hour. And if you have any questions, the number is five one six three eight seven one nine four four. Dee's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gretchen Dimp Simmons with Feral. 
planning a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event, need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast, let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. This is Douglas Dobbs owner and funeral director at Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community with two generations of family funeral service. With the recent addition of my son Brandon, we are here to take care of the needs of Central and West Orlando. From simple cremation to a full burial, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here to help you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. It is the third Thursday of the month. Text Thursday with Burton Kelso. The number, if you have questions or comments, is 516-387-1944. But I have to say, I am so excited about the unplugging thing, Burton. I, I'm ready. I am down with that. I Definitely. see that. March 3rd. March 3rd. March 3rd. March 3rd. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm so good. So, so anyway, what else are we chatting about this morning, sir? Oh my goodness, you asked about the uh, those balloons. balloons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what Have the you, heck? Uh... Everybody's losing their mind over this thing. Um, and, and you know. Frankly, if they were all that concerned about it, they should have handled it better. That's just my opinion. But anyway, um, something we should be concerned about, you think? I don't think so, no. Um, there was I, – I, I mean, I'd rather see a weather balloon than a missile any day of That's the week. That's true. You know? Yeah. That's true. And I think it's not that different. I mean, China's fine on us anyway because, uh, you know, all you have to look at is uh, TikTok. And mm-hmm. and just you know how they could possibly be looking at us, and yeah, it, it, they may know, even I don't know if really be they may about, even have you know? the, yeah they may even have like the the, the those uh, button cameras or whatever or listening devices embedded in the buttons of your clothes. You know when you buy that tiny clothes, <laughs> it's in there somewhere. That. They got something <laughs> hidden in the hem. You know, yeah, so, that can anyway. be true. It's, uh, you yeah. know, but yeah. unfortunately, that would only last one washing, and then uh, it would be all over it. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I, from what I understand, it's actually accidentally drifted from like where it was supposed to be, which is feasible. But I mean, mm-hmm. other than just strict surveillance, um, I mean, there's not that. It was um, not that much because the problem is is that as far as the U.S. is concerned, the you know we're always flying spy planes over countries. I mean, and, and believe it or not, most of the spy planes are housed like less than two hours from where I live at Whiteman Air Force Base. And um, wow, I forget what. Yeah, so there. Yeah, we we see them every now and then where they fly over. But I mean, it's just. Kind of an extension of the Cold War, I think. 
Um, and you remember those good old times where Russia would spy on us, we'd spy on them, they'd steal some of our secrets and vice versa. So I think that's kind of what we're dealing with right now, you know. Um, but I don't know. I not, think back then I was preparing for uh, uh, Unplugged Day back even back then. So I was probably doing some other stuff when, when not all that concerned. But anyway. Right. So. But um, the challenge is also that people don't realize is that spy balloons over um, China for as far back since 2002, or excuse me, 2022. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's nothing new, and I don't think that there's anything that uh, people need to be worried about it. Because, I mean, obviously the balloons and the cameras on them have the technology to take aerial photos. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's just business as usual between a communist country and, and us. So, you know, you, you've just been fortunate Kinda enough sad, that they haven't, floated, they haven't floated like, your neck of the woods. So. You know, well, there's other stuff. You know, we, we we're near the space coast. There's always something, you know, probably going on. Right, that so. is absolutely true. Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's probably something always going on. There's also always some sort of little twinkling light or some sort of uh, sound of some sort something flying over. Um, so it it just is what it is. Yeah, right, my mom exactly. had me suspicious even as a little girl. So. <laughs> oh, did she? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. What did she have you suspicious about? Oh, well, you know, there's a, there was always well. See, also too, um, my father had like these jobs. Okay, so like he worked for a couple of aerospace companies. Mm-hmm. You know. So, you know, there's probably some sensitive material there. And he also ended up working for uh, DOD for a while. Too. Oh, okay. So okay. she she kind of suspected that we were probably being monitored anyway. So. Right. Yeah. So I think the other thing we have to talk about is uh, good old artificial intelligence has taken over as far mm-hmm. as that and just all the different uses that can, you know, that you can use with this. I mean, it's just really blown up as far as people using it in business and just hyping out over it. But, you know, I mm-hmm. think we touched upon it a little last month, and I think, you know, as, a, as an IT guy, I'm always hesitant about emerging technology because it's all – and how are people going to embrace it, which really makes it popular, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. These are going to be, I guess, on the bizarre side. One of them is anyway. But, you know, recently there was a story, and I, there have been some other ones, but there was a story about a woman that was in her, I guess, Tesla or whatever, asleep mm-hmm. at the wheel. I mean, seriously asleep at the wheel. <laughs> People were trying to wake her up and everything, and they called law enforcement and all that kind of stuff. Um, as far as you know, are they really trying to work the bugs out of that where they get these people? Is, is there a way to you know, get these people to understand the car is, is maybe somewhat self-driving, but you are, you know, the, you're the, basically the person behind the wheel, you know, doing something. I mean, they're not going to go all – with Jetsons or anything. Even the Jetsons had somebody at the wheel, more or less. 
Right, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the, the strange thing about technology is that for all intents and purposes, they can develop the technology, but the problem is is that it's hard to do the real-world applications until you throw it out in the real world, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're constantly working um, on this stuff as far as making sure that it's going to be – it's going to be safe and sound. I mean, there's, you know, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it, but mm-hmm. with the emerging world and what all the scenarios that can happen, you know, in, in the, as far as driving, you know, it just mm-hmm. takes time to make sure that stuff works out. I mean, I don't know if I would be using the car, the Tesla as a driverless vehicle, unless I was on an open stretch of highway, you know? Yeah. I would definitely mm-hmm. take control. Because it's like, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but with uh, more and more cars, the you've got the cruise control yeah. where you set the cruise and then it will automatically start slowing down if it senses an object. And you, yeah, see, you know, I, I'm not like, there with the cruise control yet there, but um, I, I know that what some of them do have, what sensors, if you are starting to get too close or something like that. Right, but I, I I get frustrated. The traffic is so bad that the cruise control it doesn't really work for me. You know, it's so, even on the highway these days, our, our traffic has gotten so bad that you know mm-hmm. you're putting your your foot on the brake half the time anyway, even on open road. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I don't know. It's um. I mean, I guess if we can trust the car to barrel us down the road at 60 miles an hour without putting the accelerator on, then, you know, <laughs> maybe we can trust driverless cars. But I don't know. I'm kind of with you as far as being a little bit um, leery about that technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I thought about you, though, uh I guess within the last month or so because of something you we were kind of joking about and you were teasing me about, about one of my movies and how uh, <laughs> you don't necessarily need technology to take out the power grid, right? Right. Hey, you know. You, know, go. you are absolutely about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're stressing so much about, uh, you know, the things that can go wrong with technology and we still have to remember the things that really go wrong with technology a lot of times are the human element. You right. know, it's not necessarily the technology itself. And even if it is, um, it's because of something that, you know, maybe we as the manufacturers or whatever, humans as the manufacturers, didn't necessarily do, wrong, do right or didn't catch in the planning. But, I mean, or, or it's just plain old simple nothing's perfect. Humans are flawed, ergo, you know, <laughs> technology is flawed, right? Right, exactly. So yeah. uh, it, it's kind of like this whole um, chat GPT thing as far as uh, people just quick to implement this stuff. One of mm-hmm. One of the best examples I can use of that would be um, a story I did for NTD News talking about the military grappling onto this uh, (laughs) 
it, to this technology of using the uh, virtual headsets to train for combat. And I just oh, think companies, yeah. I just think companies just jump on the tech partially because it's a badge of honor to say we're cutting edge, you know? It's, yeah, uh, I, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. Everybody's trying to be first. Um, right. You know, I mean, and that's, that just seems to be almost inherent, not just with that, but just everything. I mean, you see it when you're on the road, you know, people cutting each other off because the person doesn't want to be behind the other person, although they're going to end up at the light at the same time. You know, it's just, right. you know, it's a lot of I different, know. but yeah. So. I get that. And I think you and I have both learned from the old uh, beta versus VHS days where, <laughs> you know, beta was, oh yeah, we're the better technology, but for some odd reason, Everyone went to VHF, so you can't always go on, you know, what may be the better technology. It's a, more about how the people are going to embrace that technology. Because last year, um, yeah, last year <laughs> we were talking about crypto and the metaverse, and now oh. when's the last time you <laughs> talk about? It? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know. I mean, my thing is is that we we're supposed to, the stuff that we we make, the technology that that mankind makes is helpful. It's not supposed to take over. It's not supposed to make us lazy. It's just supposed to help. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Gonna go real quick into another break. Um, when we come back, we're gonna talk a little uh, Black history and and technology too with Burton Kelso of Integral. The number, if you have questions or comments, five one six three eight seven one nine four four. G's Power Hour. I never had it so good. Entertainment. We'll be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us on this Friday. And we're here with Burton Kelso of Integral Talking a little tech, talking a little history. The number is five one six three eight seven one nine four four. So Burton, hey, did, who, did you gonna, have? I, go ahead. I was yes. going to throw this out real quick since yes. we were talking about Chinese spy balloons. One of the things that we should probably bring up is what other Chinese technology is spying on you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a whole so, there's a whole bunch of it. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese and well, everybody talk. else. I mean, why, why you think I don't have Miss What's her name um, that begins with an A? I'm not gonna call it because I don't want people's stuff to be going off or whatever. But yeah, or or the one that begins with an S. 
her too. No, those are U.S. based, to be honest. But I'll name the technology uh, that's coming out of China that you should avoid. So number one, we already mm-hmm. talked about TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok is stealing your data and selling it on to other people. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but I think there is at least 27 um, state government, state and federal government sites. Yeah, 27 states. And, of course, our government has banned the use of the app uh, on their devices. So if you have a state-issued yep. device or a government-issued device, uh, you cannot install TikTok on it. Uh, another one that is you need to think about are smartphones. So as far as the brands of smartphones, and I hope I uh, pronounce all these right. So there's uh, <laughs> Huawei, who, who, uh, which is, H U A W E I. Is it Huawei? Is it Huawei? I think that's like that. Huawei. Yeah, devices. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were banned mm-hmm. uh, in September uh, or November of last year. And then there's really? Xiaomi, OnePlus, and Opa, which is are Chinese-based Android phones that um, have apps that are pre-installed, which um, can spy on you. Another shocker is, are you familiar with the DJI drone? Mm, no. Oh, yes, I am. I am. I've seen oh. them in, um, in what's my sugar, Best Buy. Yeah, so um, DJI, which is Chinese-based, uh, the military won't use those products, and it's another product that you need to be aware of as far as um, – that may be spying on you, which is not a shocker, but at the same time, you don't think about, you know, if you have a drone, you're probably going to be using it for personal use, and it's a good possibility that it could be phoning home to China and, you know, sharing your information. Now, the next one is... Yeah, I I got a neighbor that's using a drone, and you can hear it every now and then. Yeah, I can hear it every now and then, and I, I'm, like, just waiting to get my bow and arrow set. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> anyway. Bow and arrow. So the next one's going to be a shocker because I think you own it. So uh, Lenovo. Novo? Don't you have a Lenovo laptop? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I thought about uh, getting yeah. one, but no, I, I yeah because they were real popular at one point. And they were pretty good. I've used them before quite a bit working with other people. Yeah. Right, but yeah, Lenovo, the government Department of Defense is like, yeah, we're not using Lenovo products because it definitely can, um, mm. definitely can spot. So I mm. I didn't know if you knew this or not, but Lenovo is based out of. Um, out of uh, Beijing, you know? No, didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was an incident back in 2008 where some Marines mm-hmm. stationed in Iraq uh, had to stop using their Lenovo technology because the data was being transmitted uh, back <gasps> to China. Oh, no. Wow. I know, that's crazy. So those All are right, so you're, you're, uh, you're updating me, so tell me where my ACES is from. Oh, well, you're – oh, goodness gracious. I don't know. I thought ACES was – um, I thought it was U.S.-based, you know? Yeah. But, I mean – but think about – well, 
I, I'll find okay, out. I got back. It's Taiwan. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Adjacent. Yeah. You're gonna. You're about to go get a new laptop, huh? Well, it's probably about time anyway. It's doing crazy things like the keys are popping off and all kind of stuff. I mean, right. So, well, one use of the things much. you have to be concerned. With, one of the things you should know with all technology is that um, a lot of it is based out of China. The semiconductors all come mm-hmm. out of China. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's ways they can implement stuff, and but um, yeah. And know, weren't we going through a, a shortage at one point in time with the semiconductors? Aren't we still going through that? Wasn't it a problem with the the cars and all that kind of stuff? It's different chips and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, because of the pandemic, they closed a lot of factories, especially in China and COVID. But then um, a few months ago, China had a resurgence in COVID cases, so they started closing right. down the factories. It was threatening the release of the iPhone 14. Um, And so Apple was starting to look at other places to manufacture these semiconductor chips like in India. But, yeah, most of it is over in China. Okay. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. This is one of those cases where you actually need to do it yourself. I mean, and what I mean is that we've got to start manufacturing stuff here, I mean, we, we kind of need it. You know, we're thinking that all of the technology is a good thing in terms – and I know companies are really into it because it's like, oh, I can get this and I don't have to pay a salary and benefits and all that kind of stuff to a person to do this. I, and I'm noticing it – I'll tell you why I'm noticing it more into uh, the stores, even the so-called upper scale or, or better stores where they're having like eight rows of self-checkout you know, eight self-checkout centers and one person that's monitoring it all to make sure that the customer knows how to do it and is not having any problems or, you know, having to, to key certain things in. But it's like you you know, at, you have just replaced seven people, you know. And, uh, you know, so I – but I, I've noticed that a lot now where, you know, and, and in some places it's good. It's some You know, if I've got one item – you know, just let me do it. I, I, I tell you, the one place I'm in love with is is uh, Sam's. They have a scan and go thing where if I don't have that much stuff, or even if I have a lot of stuff, I can at least skip one line by scanning it in my app. I still got to meet the person out the door, but, you know, I can get around the, you know, I just scan it on my phone and, you know, just show her when I get to the door and then I'm gone. You know, so, but you know, you do take out, I, I did, like you said, I just bypassed somebody. I just bypassed the cashier, didn't need the cashier. That's somebody's job. Right, right. I I, I agree with that, you know. Yeah. So let's, well, yeah, I guess we can get started because there's, as far as black tech inventors. Yeah. You know, you know my favorite one, a lot of people don't know this. Um, okay. So, you know, I've in video games. But um, there's the father of the video the video game cartridge, and now I'm going to have to cheat and look up the dude's name. But anyway, <laughs> um, Jerry, I figured it out. Jerry Lawson uh, uh, started a company back in the mid-'70s, and his job was to come up with a video game system to compete with Atari's Pong. But what uh, made Jerry Lawson stand out is the fact that 
he was the first person to design video game cartridges for game systems. Up until that point, if you bought an Atari, it came with like 10 versions of Pong. But with Jerry Lawson's, um, oh, it was the Channel F, which said the F stood for fun. But uh, with Channel F, you could buy different cartridges uh, for the game system, so that way it extended the life of the video game system. But unfortunately, Atari caught on to that, and with them having deeper pockets, they came out with the Atari 2600. And But, I mean, we wouldn't have video game systems the way that we have them now, because obviously now they use CDs, you can download them off the Internet. But we wouldn't have that type of technology if it wasn't for Jerry Lawson and his innovation as far as video game cartridges are concerned. And the good thing about him is uh, Google, uh, last year Google actually had a Google Doodle about Jerry Lawson, which was great because there were a lot of people that did not know that Jerry Lawson was the father of uh, video game cartridges for video game systems. So, you know, good for him. Wow. So let me ask you this. From what you know, just a few things that you know, Mm-hmm. Because we, there, you know, there's this battle now about uh, Black history in schools and, and in certain courses and how it's presented and all that kind of stuff. From what you know in terms of Black history with technology, how far along do you think we would be now? What what would be missing? Who are who? What are the inventions that we would not have that, is- that you know of that a Black person invented? invented? Well, the challenges in technology, um, people work in teams. So Jerry Lawson had his own team of people when he was working with it. And it's not that there's technology that we would miss out on. Someone Mm -hmm. else takes our idea and appropriates it and calls it their own. I mean, you can go Uh and look at Jack Daniels whiskey, and we know that Jack Daniels didn't come up with that whiskey. Now we know that it was Uncle Nearest who was the one that developed the whiskey that Jack Daniels used to call his own whiskey. And, in fact, thank goodness, oh, yeah, Jack Daniels plant now, they obviously include Uncle Nearest as the creator of the recipe of Jack Daniels whiskey. And so that's that's what you see a lot of in tech. And, I mean, you can even look at uh, tech giants like Apple. Steve Jobs took the – the user interface that we all use on Windows and Mac is instruments. Uh, Bill Gates, as far as MS-DOS, he bought it from a guy who had created it, and Bill Gates needed an operating system. So he found a guy uh, who sold it to Bill Gates, and then Bill Gates took it and licensed that technology to IBM. So, I mean, that's a lot of what you're seeing in the tech industry. And the unfortunate thing is, in tech, I mean, it's a white male-dominated industry, and with probably, I don't know, I would say 20% of it with, you know, with African-Americans and people of color. So, I mean, that's what's missing is not, you know, what technology don't we have. It's more along the lines of, well, who really did invent this, you know? Right. That's true. And that's the sad thing about it. So now, fortunately, people of color are starting to get their – just do. Like, for example, when you think of web browsers and search engines, your 
probably thinking, well, um, Netscape, which came out years ago in Internet Explorer, um, which came out years ago, would be on the cutting edge. But actually, it was um, the search engine was designed by Alan Imtich. Yeah, that, yeah, Imtich. He created Archie, which is basically the world's first Internet search engine. And, I mean, obviously he didn't get credit for it. It looks like if you were looking at the surface of search engines, then you would think, oh, well, yeah, the first one was Netscape years ago or with Internet Explorer when, when Microsoft came out with it. But, again, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where the technology was created and then somebody just went with it and said, oh, yeah, I came out with it, you know, like mm-hmm. one other person. You saw Hidden Figures, right? Say what? Oh, Hidden Figures, yeah, I did see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Catherine Johnson. I mean, it wasn't until a few years ago many of us didn't realize that no, she was the one that to get men in space into the moon and back. Yeah. So that's so that's it's, a lot. In, in, so in that case, it's not just a, a, a black thing. It's a woman thing, too. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, when you speak of women, and I – I want to make sure that I get this right because there is a prominent woman who invented uh, wireless technology, and it's a famous actress. So now I'm going to have to cheat and look that up. Let's see, Blue. Um, it's not Rita Hayward. It's um, Hedy Lamar. Oh, really? She, yeah, Hedy Lamar is. Um, she is responsible for wireless technology. Okay. Yeah. Hedy Lamar, <laughs> the mother of what? Wow. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> the reason I said wow because the company that the the link that I found that talks about her is the company that my husband works for. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have to put this out there. Woman in technology, Hedy Lamar, the mother of Wi-Fi. Yeah. He really. Um, yeah. She. Uh, yeah, she invented um, the basis for modern wireless communication. And, I mean, obviously to her, um, well, I would say to her disappointment, she was known as this beautiful actress, but she right. invented the technology that is responsible for Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and GPS. I mean, that's major. Wow. Yeah, I'm I know. Gonna, I'm right. gonna post this. This is interesting. <laughs> and she, but unfortunately, she had to do that that name change. You wouldn't, wouldn't have recognized that the Hedwig. I'm thinking about Harry Potter's owl, um, but right. that's that's her original uh, name was Hedwig. Oh really? I, yeah. I know that. Yeah, that's you what I. That's me. what it's saying on here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. So, the, the, I mean, but, I mean, that's what you see a lot in technology, and it, it's unfortunate, you know, especially, you know, because that's just the way it works. So, again, we, we, we're we not missing on anything. We can think about it with tech. If somebody comes out with an awesome piece of technology, they're going to be like, oh, okay, let me, um, <laughs> let me appropriate this mm-hmm. and use it as my, that's, and it's really yeah. sad. You know? Let me tweak it. <laughs> Let me just yeah, exactly. A lot of, right. 
lot and of tweaking going on. Yeah, the other thing that's a problem too is that, uh, unfortunately, back in those times, a lot of um, people of color just didn't have the funding to bring it to a mass audience. Mm-hmm. Which we, you know, we still see that today. So there you go. Right, right. That's a shame. Really is. But that is interesting about Hetty. I I did not realize that. You know, uh, wow, that's that's amazing. You know, and and that is kind of and sad in a way too because yeah, you know, she's more known for her her acting and her looks and everything like that, and it's like. Hey, hello. There's some brains here too, and and that's that's unfortunately what we have to do as women and as African American people and 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 others. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff that you see is like I kind of already knew that, or kind of already working on that, or you know, hey, I contributed to that. You know, why are they getting the credit? Right. So, I've got one more for you that's gonna blow your mind. You ready? Okay. You ready? You you. Are you familiar with Calendly or Calendly? It's an app called Calendly, which allows you to send a um, a link to someone to get on their calendar. So if you sign up for the service and oh. you want to make an appointment, you don't uh-huh. go back to Calendly or Calendly link and uh, click uh-huh. on it, and then they're on your calendar. A black guy invented yeah. that. Wow. Now I hadn't heard yep. about that, but a lot of the apps have something similar to that already, and it's like, I'm like, I'll, if I want to get on your calendar, I'll let you know. <laughs> your calendar, right? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So his name I, is Hope uh, Awatona. Wow. You yeah. have to send me some of these so, names so I can get them posted on there because I really, you know, we need to kind of share this information. Um, it's, it's strange. I wanted to ask you uh, now: Have you have you cover, have we covered all of your uh, wisdom that you bring in today in terms of these people? And like I said, I do want to post them because I think it's really interesting. Um, but no, there's a ton. But yeah, I mean, we could go another, you know, twenty oh. minutes talking about. It. Obviously, we don't have that time because there's a ton of there's a ton of uh, people of color tech inventors out there that aren't getting yeah. credit where credit is due. You know, so yeah. yeah, there's there's a ton, but yeah, let's call it quits for today. No, <laughs> no, that's black. okay. That's all right. Um, we can go for the women next month. It's Women's History Month, mm-hmm. I believe, next month. Yeah. Right. But no, I was just I was going I was thinking back on something that we were mentioning about uh, technology and where it can kind of I guess go off kilter. Um, there, there are these. Why I, I wanted to get your opinion about why do we get um, hooked or obsessed or drawn to movies that feature that type of stuff? And I'm thinking most recently, and I haven't gone to see it, um, so I may not have the the correct synopsis for for this particular movie. But there's a movie out called Megan. Oh have yeah, with the AI doll. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we've like got stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have movies that they they've been blowing that up. Um, I Robot is very popular. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then other movies that have, involve technology in a way that 
has have gone uh, you know awry. Like I think Minority Report is one of those that has. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Terminator. So yeah, Terminator. Um, yeah, fear that we have about us losing control over the machines because you can go and look at the Matrix or Megan or Terminator or Minority. Well. Some some aspect of Minority Report, as far as the scene where Tom Cruise goes into the mall and they're targeting advertising to him, uh, but it yeah. preys on our fear. And I think in Hollywood, fear is going to, you know, fear sells. I mean, people love to be scared, and I think that's one of our deep fears is that, you know, at some point the machines are going to take over and we're going to be uh, overrun by the machines because we're going to they're going to become self-aware. And I think one of those things that's kind of keeping it in check is the fact that when people create AI with um, Google's new system, which is called BART, which will be coming out later this month or early next month, or with uh, ChatGPT, they aren't um, they aren't programming the AI to become self-aware. Like we have a curiosity factor built into us as humans but the current machines really don't. It's more like gather information to make, to do the job better, gather information to make yourself better. And I think that's the big thing that's going on right now as far as AI is concerned. Because I think one of the kind of scary things that people see on the internet is those Boston Dynamic robots, the ones that are seen dancing and jumping and running, and they even have one mm. that yeah. are shooting the and the guy can step in front of the robot, and the robot will stop shooting. And then when he steps away, it'll try to reacquire the target and start shooting again. And I think that's the big factor is that they're like, well, you need to learn how to do this job better. But, yeah, let's don't – we're not going to program you to contemplate the, you know, the possibilities of life and, um, you know, how to make yourself better, who should stay, who should go. And um, one of the things, and I don't, um, there's a robotics law, and I don't know if you knew that, knew that, but Isaac Asimov, I think his name is, the science fiction mm-hmm. writer, there's an actual okay. uh, robotics law that basically says that a robot can't harm humans or itself. And I think a lot of, uh, and even though that was long before robotics came into place as we know it, but I think most tech inventors really think about trying to make robots servants and to help make our lives easier as opposed to trying to create a robot that is going to become self-aware. Because obviously we see the implications of when that happens. Oh, all right. <laughs> right? Let's just unsettle everybody. Huh? I went to a I went to a tech conference and there was a lady talking about AI and you know, the elephant in the room is, is like, why well, would even want to jack around with this stuff? And um, she's like, well, yeah, just because it's not programmed into the software or the device cause harm or to become self-aware because it has to have that programming in, in order to, you know, be like the next Terminator and stuff like that. She actually laughed at me, but you know, I felt I felt better because everyone in the room's like, yeah, we want to know that too. So, but that mm-hmm. was the explanation that was made. So I think for, as of right now, even though AI is becoming a little bit more prominent in today's society, we're not at the point yet where we have to worry about it 
taking over and doing harmful things. Well, that's good to know. Um, because, yep. Yep. yeah, you, so. you, you I, I, that had, has, you know, crossed my mind is like, well, you know, um, technology in, in a lot of cases, will, they're are, are programmed to kind of compensate for, for flaws. You know, it, it picks up on stuff sometimes quicker even than we do in, in, you know, correct stuff. You know, what's to say that it won't go beyond that, but. Yeah, I, right. I I I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh so you're safe. So even with your if you if you got a Google device or an Amazon device, just remember and with your phone too, it's just there to learn more about what you want as opposed to hey, let me learn how to take over G's house and um <laughs> control everything. Oh, please. Uh well, that's why I also, too, people are like, well, where were you? I was trying to call. I'm like, the phone was upstairs, and I was downstairs. It's just, right. You must have talked to it. <laughs> no, I don't need to be monitored for everything that I do. Yeah. So. Right. So, Burton, what's going on? How we, how do we get you? How do we track you down? And, and what things should we be looking at over the month? We got about a minute or so. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can always find me at BurtonKelso.com. Um, there's tics, tips and tricks as far as to help you get more from your technology use. But, again, I think the big thing this year um, that everyone needs to stay focused on is the fact that uh, cybersecurity is more or less a human problem now. So you can mm-hmm. have all the best stuff protecting you, but you really need to become vigilant and start learning how to recognize phishing emails and all the other scams that are out there. Um, so, yeah, protect yourself. Make sure that you're paying attention to scams because criminals, especially those and those uh, terrorists and those folks over in China, are always looking mm-hmm. to steal your data. Keep that in mind. Yes, yeah, the, the the insane people, not not the tech, you know. So, yeah, exactly. Not always, anyway. Crazy. You know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Burton, thank you so much. Have a blessed day, and, and you and your family enjoy unplugging. Uh, like I said, I got yeah. this. I'm good. So. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, talk tomorrow. We got Friday in the Garden. This has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. Make it all right.
whatever you want.